Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Ladies in the balcony. I'm back. <laughs> like you never left him. Yeah, Matt Rocchio really paying tribute to me uh, just now. Uh, what a bounce back. Root Canal yesterday. Here I am just spitting venom uh, as uh, Jose Quintana has gone to the Mets. Jackson, this news just breaking. Ken Rosenthal reporting two years. What do we got the numbers on? We got to get into this. What do we got? Tick tock, tick tock. I saw two year 26. Does that sound right? That's what I thought it was. Okay. That's what I, th- I, I Now, here's where I am. I, my understanding, by the way, Darren Pang's coming up at uh, 10 15 as the Blues win last night on the island. Do you say on the island? Isn't your mom from the island? Mm-hmm. Born and raised on Long Island. Is that okay if I say the Blues won on the island? Yeah, that would be right. All right. Thank you very much. Um, Here's where I am, because my understanding is, and I don't even have the text inbox, I literally got off the air on HD2, brag, like 45 seconds ago, so I don't have the Air Comfort Service text line in front of me. But my understanding is, my understanding is Cardinal fans are, are not, not everyone, but a lot of people are unhappy about the lack of activity. And I understand that. And I want to make this crystal clear. Um... Now, for those of you who uh, aren't aware that AM radio exists and therefore were not aware of me, maybe minus when I had a full head of hair on KMOV the last time you heard or saw from me in 2005, um, or you don't get a chance to listen to HD2 or the TMASTL app, uh, maybe you're not familiar with this opinion, but I have been stunned, really, just flat out bluntly, uh, about the Cardinals' lack of attention to offense. For the last few years, it's it's cost them dearly. And so when they lost to the Phillies, what was it? It was offense again. And so I don't want to say no one has been more um, outspoken because I don't listen to everything. So I have no idea what other people are saying. And I don't listen to, to, to all of the podcasts and all the radio shows. So I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that we were talking about Juan Soto back in July and didn't feel like it was like, well, the Cardinals can't do that. Why can't the Cardinals do it? But either way, I understand people being concerned. But here I am as perhaps someone that you and the audience would consider as somebody, go, yeah, you know what? He'll be critical of the Cardinals. Um, Thank you. I will be. But I don't just do it for effect. I tell you what I think. And so along those lines, now I might lose your support. But this is what I think. And this is called, what, honesty in media. That's right. It's also called the Pulse Pulse of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's correct. It's December 7th. Let's settle down. Come here, Prince. I'm talking to you, you sweet, sweet Prince. The royal you. Right, right. Not you, specifically. Of course. They're going to make moves here. Right. As a matter of fact, I was wagering with listeners on TMA this morning. And Jackson... I walked into you today, mm-hmm. didn't talk to you, wouldn't no. talk to you, nope. and I threw a $20 bill at you. And I know that's like throwing a penny at you. 
But I owed you 20 bucks for the uh, the bet that two SEC teams would get into the college football playoff. Yep. And I lost that bet, ending a streak, but nonetheless ending a streak. I am willing to wager. I will Venmo for rolls. I will Venmo for rolls. And one of the wagers I made with the audience today on TMA, one gentleman took me up on it, was that today, by 7 p.m. Central, the Cardinals will get Wilson Contreras, which personally I don't want to see happen. I would rather they trade for specifically Sean Murphy, but I just really don't want to see him give four years to Wilson Contreras. I don't like it. It might have short-term gratification, but long-term, I'm telling you, in 2026, you're going to be going, oh, my God. That's what I think is going to happen. But either way, fine. Or Murphy or one of the Blue Jays catchers by 7 p.m. That's my bet with uh, this uh, person in the TMA audience. Yeah. And I'll take that. I'll, you know, I'll do bets here, too. Absolutely. I'm running my own little operation. It's a little side hustle. Uh, I would prefer they trade one of the superfluous... I said superfluous, really but then again, I went to the university high school, right, right, right. and for me, that's basically a one-syllable word. <laughs> uh, outfield pieces that played such a magnificent role in the offense in 2022 uh, to Oakland and get Sean Murphy, and then allocate those dollars for a shortstop, which has been an offensive abyss when you've had two of the most glorious free agent classes for that position in 2021 and 2022, and the Cardinals value prospects, fine. Okay, you know, I would like to go back the last 25 years and start with Manny Ibar not being traded because he was a prospect, and then we would go through plenty of others that you would go, oh my God, remember when they used to value these guys? Joe Strauss, you'd call them the Fabergé eggs. But fine, you don't have to trade prospects when you sign a free agent, so sign the free agent shortstop. Or the outfield which was, without question, of the teams in the playoffs, the worst outfield. Didn't even have Dylan Carlson in the starting lineup in Game 2. Spend some dollars there. But what I think is going to wind up happening, if I had to wager, if i got—if I got to get specific with my wager, what I do, Jackson, is I put people on a range of hands. I don't say, oh, you have king-queen suited. Well, king-queen suited is possible, but you know what? He could have pocket eights, and he's going to represent something stronger. I'm going to put a range of hands. I'm going to call out the specific hand. I think the Cardinals are going to sign Wilson Contreras. Not that I'm excited about it, but that's what I think is going to happen. And I think that they will then sign a starting pitcher. I don't think they are going to go shortstop and go shortstop or outfielder. Boy, I mean, I get it, I guess. Yeah, but but here I want to tell you this: I think right now, for a lot of Cardinal fans, are going well. All these other teams are doing things. The Cubs have had a couple right. of acquisitions. Now will now Jose Quintana's gone. Kind of thought that was what was going to happen anyway, um, and so I think what the what the the core issue for Cardinal fans at this moment is all of this activity is going on around them, and nothing has happened. The Cardinals aren't going to do anything, and that's where I say this, and I don't know if I've ever said this on the air before, and you're going to have to tell me if I have. Come here, sweet prince, you. I'm talking to you. It's December 7th. It's going to be okay. Now, here is my reasoning. This is, this is where I'm all in. My reasoning is the following. Nolan Arnato does not opt out. John Mazalek flies out to Southern California to meet with him, and then Arnato decides he's not going to opt out. Mazalek meets with the media and says something he never really ever says, which is they are going to increase 
the payroll this year. So therefore, unless he and Arnado were talking about, you know, ways to improve scoring from inside 100 yards or, you know, new ways to read greens, I would imagine the reason why there's a cause and effect that the meeting in Los Angeles area takes place with Arnado 48 hours later, Mazalak says they're going to increase the payroll, and Arnado does not opt out. I believe there is a cause and effect, and there is just no way in the world that Mazalak is not going to keep his word on that. And I know that's, you know, that's sending your billion texts about how Mazalak's this and that, and that's fine. You're welcome to do it. It doesn't change, in my opinion. There's just no way he's going to say a zero upside statement publicly, nor meet with Nolan Arnado, who I'm sure is going, you know what, I'm still a young man, but baseball-wise, I've maybe got five or six more chances at a world championship, and what we have right now is not good enough to win a world championship. So I'll stick around, and I won't even hold you guys up for more money, which I probably could get as long as you spend some of that money that I could have gotten on some players to improve this roster. And therefore, I believe that's what the Cardinals are going to do. The reason why you haven't seen activity is because they haven't been able to figure out the catching situation, which is their top priority and the domino that has to fall in order for them to make the other moves. And the reason for that is Wilson Contreras knows the Cardinals and Astros are going back and forth, and he wants a fourth year guaranteed. And until that gets worked out, then they do a deal with the A's, whether it be the Astros or Cardinals, and that's how the whole thing's going to play out. That's what I think is going to happen. And I personally hope the Astros give him the fourth year so Contreras goes there and the Cardinals get Sean Murphy. And then what I'd like him to do is get a bat either at shortstop or in the outfield. But I don't think it's going to happen because I think they're going to get a starter. There it is, Jackson. Now I've just told you I've just Nostradamus your ass. How does it feel? Breaking news. What do we got? Per Ken Rosenthal, Cardinals closing in on free agent catcher Wilson Contreras. Sources <laughs> tell The Athletic. Here it goes. Here goes the water bottle. <laughs> and the water bottle has been thrown. I guess at least I'm going to get 20 bucks from Mr. Licks. Yeah, it's a nice uh, emotional risk management. Uh, does he mention the terms? No, it's just closing in. Uh, so I don't even think anything's final yet. But as per Ken Rosenthal, sources tell The Athletic. God, I mean, was that the most gangster moment in the history of sports talk radio that I was telling you exactly what was going to happen as it was about to happen. Yeah. Dude, what do you feel like you just witnessed? I mean, for you just feel like it was like watching Reggie Miller at the garden. Yeah. And I'm Spike Lee. I'm choking. Uh, and not only that, you know, for a show called the pulse of Pittsburgh to have all of this yep. in the St. Louis market. It's correct. I mean, yeah, we are special. Yeah, we're not even focused on the Carlos Santana acquisition <laughs> as a guy who bounces around from non-contenders and strikes out 200 times, but will hit some home runs. No, we're focused on this news. Repeat the news one more time. Uh, per Ken Rosenthal, he just tweeted this out oh, about three or four minutes ago. Cardinals closing in on free agent catcher Wilson Contreras, sources tell The Athletic. All right. Well, I hope it works out. Yeah. My guess is it's going to be a four-year deal. You know who wanted an extra year because he didn't want to come here initially? Sexy Dexy. Sexy Dexy. He did not want to come to St. Louis. I look outside right now and I have no idea why. Yeah, jeez. But he didn't want to come to St. Louis. He was preferring San Francisco, half the cosmopolitan city that St. Louis is. Toronto, half the cosmopolitan city. And then the Cardinal said, all right, we'll give you another year. And he's like, okay, that'll wrap it up. So that's what I think might be happening going on right now with uh, Contreras. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe he'll come in here and he'll be an MVP. Sure hope so. I don't like it. Honesty and media. Honesty and media. Darren Pang is going to join us for some honesty and media in the next segment. We'll continue to monitor the uh, Wilson Contreras, Ken Rosenthal news here. Uh, this is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. 
We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. It's time to talk blues hockey with Darren Pang. Holy jump and wow. what a save. Refreshed by Urban Chestnut Brewing Company and their Urban Underdog Lager. Prost. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Uh, breaking news, as we just discussed in our first segment, per Ken Rosenthal, the Cardinals are close with Wilson Contreras. We will continue to monitor that for you, as I'm sure BK and Ferrario and the boys on the fast lane will do as well. Meanwhile, Jose Quintana going to the Mets two years, $26 million. So we will monitor the winter meetings as it sounds like the Cardinals are close with uh, Wilson Contreras, Perk, Ken Rosenthal. And right now it is our pleasure to talk to somebody that I would describe I'm close with. Mm-hmm. And that's Darren Pang. Morning, Panger. And you are who? <laughs> <laughs> what what show what show is this it's some nonsense one hour thing that they just buffer because randy didn't want to do four hours let's be honest about it that's exactly what this is and we are tight we are tight. thank you ever ever since ever since we first met 14 years ago i said we're gonna we're, we're gonna last the test of time for sure thank you and even when we take you and patty maroon down we will remain tight yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to play with Maroon until he gets that tooth fixed. He's got that. Chip, he's got a chiclet situation. He's got a chiclet yeah, we got, live we got situation. Yeah, golfers at country clubs, Muffy, don't have chip teeth. <laughs> uh, Panger, Panger, we got one last night. And I'll tell you what, when I saw the news of Uchnevich and Krug, and I was watching you and JK right before the festivities got underway uh, against the Islanders, I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, this is going to continue playing against a good team, back-to-back nights. No Krug, no Uchnevich. This whole thing is going to get ugly, and the boys ratcheted up and got two critical points what did you see last night that worked yeah I, I mean a lot of really really good things same thing i saw for 40 minutes in the at madison square garden i mean they you know for whatever reason though uh the the concentration level you know coming out of a goal that you score um uh, is, for whatever reason <laughs> isn't the most intense i i worry about here's what i i, I worry about the blue score goal okay What's that next shift going to look like? Yeah. And and last night and for 40 minutes in New York, it looked really, really good. Um, you know, same thing you kind of worry about when you're watching the game. You're like, okay, after the second period in New York, you're like, oh, they, they are playing great. I mean, if you're looking at at, at a blowout, it, the Blues look like the team that was going to do that to the Rangers. And then one goal goes in, two goals, three goals go in. It's like, what happens between periods? And so last night, you know, the same thing. You're sitting there and you're like, it's a 3-1 lead. And then it's a 4-1 lead. I was really comfortable when, when Achari made it 4-1 to early in the third period. I'm like, that's the way to come out of that period. Like, you could tell they were, they were prepared. They, they're, they're, they know that they haven't come out with a lot of intensity in certain games. And then, bang, Preco scores that, that long goal that was a funny goal 13 seconds after. And I'm, now I'm thinking, all right, all right, big guy. We're, we're in good shape right there. And obviously then 5-2, 5-3, And now you've got yourself a hockey game. So, um, anyway, I, I guess what did I see? You know what I saw? A determined team. Um, it's not easy bouncing back after after losing a game the way they lost it in New York. It was demoralizing. It was quiet. Like if people are wondering what's it like for a team when you lose, it 
It's one of the reasons why I love being with a team. I, I know that sounds stupid, but not the wins. It kind of reminds you what it was like to lose, hmm. how quiet it is. You know, looking at the players' faces. Um, I thought after that Ranger game, I thought they needed confidence, a little boosting up. And, in fact, you know, I ran into the, you know, you run into the coaches, and I thought Craig Berube last night did a great job. We showed him several times on the bench. He's patting guys. He's getting guys on the bench. He's got them picking them up, and, you know, I think they've, they've heard enough of the bad stuff. I think, uh, you know, the, the voice gets high, the yelling goes on, the frustration between players and coaches and whatever, and I think, I think they need a little boost. And I think they, you know, I think last night they all did a great job of that and bouncing back. So, yeah, and getting back to it, I mean, I, I, I won, at one point I, I was working nationally and, and one of the teams, San Jose, allowed me to fly with them because it was a back-to-back playoff game. And they lost one nothing. And Daryl Sutter was my old coach, so he said, just hop on our plane and you could be on the team bus, which is very nice of him. And I remember how quiet it was. And I went home and I told my wife, Lynn, I said, I said you know what I miss? I, I, I miss how quiet and intense it is and how disappointed it is when you don't win a game. That reminded me of how much these guys care. Yeah. And so I, think, I don't think a lot of people know what, it, what that part's like, but that, that was exactly what it was like in that loss against the New York Rangers. Great to see them respond then from that with uh, with seven goals Huge. last night. And now you get to come home and, and play three. And I have a, a variety of other questions, but what a contrast in styles, at least here through about 25 games, is, is the Jets have only allowed 61 goals. And meanwhile, the Blues are one of four teams in the league, Panger, who have allowed 100 or more. Uh, so you're going to see one team that's keeping the puck out of the net quite effectively. They're right there with the Bruins and the Devils, but the best in the West. And, uh, and then the Blues and obviously the goals, especially goals in bunches, have been what's killed this team so far this year your analysis of yeah. tomorrow night yeah you know and especially why well, i love the winnipeg jet zip that puck around i mean if last night's game with winnipeg i mean you got kyle connor and shifley and they're 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 just zipping that puck around i mean it is it is fun to watch so if you get puck watching against them it's going to look like a pond hockey game so you can't do that um in saying all that the, the one area with the blues you're, you're right about the total goals against them when you go 16 periods of giving up three or more goals against, and and what is it eight, eight straight of four or more goals against? Or anyway, the numbers are too overwhelming for me, and I'm terrible in math. But anyway, it's way too many goals against. So, but uh, you know, you're still in the hunt, and and you're not, and you're playing, you know, brutal hockey on the defensive side of it. It tells me that there's a lot of hope here to improve this and get back into it. But I think the five on five is what what concerns me. Um, in, in terms of goals for and goals against. That's an area that, that, that really the improvement has to start right there with how many goals against you give up five on five. Going into last night's game, like they were minus 13 in that department uh, in goals for, goals against. So got to improve that for sure. And, and meanwhile, the PK certainly has gotten a lot of attention. What have you seen there that has just been causing problems for the Blues so far this season? Um, not disciplined enough through the seams. You know, are the, the one thing that the Blues were so so good at is is their sticks in the lanes, their communication as a four man unit, and not allowing the dot to dot passes to open up the seams as as easily as they've been opened up. So, the other part of it is I I, I believe the opposition is finding the holes in the high slot, and you know I know Jordan Bennington's been under a little bit of heat lately, but I think he was under too much siege in terms of high-quality scoring chances from the slot. And and so um, when that happens, you end up backing up a little bit and getting on your heels. And I, I think the penalty kill has is, is, is got to tighten up that four-man unit and not get 
and not get sucked into the uh, uh, looking back to the point and then zipping it across dot to dot because that opens everything up. And, and so that's one area that I think needs improvement. Leave them on the outside, tighten up your four-man box, let them shoot from the perimeter, and let your goaltender take care of that. Panger, we were talking uh, early on in the season, even when the Blues were in that eight-game skid, that Jordan Bennington, for the most part, had really maintained his cool, especially considering the way things were going, and a lot of those pucks were just, he had no chance on. I mean, they're just uh, such close range. And then lately, we've seen the struggles and the struggles with maintaining composure, specifically what got attention with, uh, took place on, on Saturday night against Pittsburgh, and then Craig Berube's comments following that game. You played the position. You've been around all the goaltenders in the league over the last couple of decades being on the air. What did you see Saturday night? What do you think about Berube's comments, and what do you think about the way Bennington's got to handle things going forward? Yeah, I, I do think he's got to handle things with with a lot more composure. I know what he's trying to do. I, I often compare him to John McEnroe. When things aren't going well, yeah. what did McEnroe do? He yelled at a referee, slammed his racket on the court, he fired a ball 50 rows into the stands, and, and then and then things turned around for him. But I think, you know, at one point, I, I think, um, as my teammates used to say to me, and I think that's exactly Craig Berube's, um, his era is the same as mine. And the, if I did that, our players would have pulled me aside and said, <laughs> shut up and stop the puck. That's just the whole thing. Goalie, just, just stop the puck. That's all. And, uh, you know, but, but I mean, if you get run over, I mean, you know, you, as a goaltender or if, or if something happens, I mean, you want the guys to stick together. You, you, you know, you, you want to hope that everybody's got each other's back, but when you, when, you, when it happens an, an awful lot, um, you know, you know, maybe that's where you're, where you're, um, I, I don't know. It's hard, it, it, it's hard to say, but you're, you're kind of looking for your players to come to your defense a lot and if they if they're not then you want to do it yourself basically is what i i think sometimes happens uh in his head but I, that whole thing when pittsburgh though it, it was all zucker i i mean it was zucker that was that, that that took the glove and went down and, and biddington thought that he he embellished it was zucker then that scored the goal in the slot so then it was biddington that goes by the bench and is yelling at zucker so it, it was really a biddington versus zucker situation right there i think it got blown uh, out of proportion a little bit yeah nature of the beast when a team's struggling and then you got the goaltender losing his mind and the uh, opposing yeah. bench is laughing that's just what's going to happen well this is a big homestand man now the jets tomorrow night and then the defending cup champions in town for a matinee sunday predators and then off they go and we won't see them again in st louis until after christmas this is a time to see if they can carry that momentum from last night over into the homestand panger always appreciate the time thank you so much it is always always a pleasure. Another award-winning segment there, even though Jackson didn't really get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I was here, I was listening intently, and oh. just, uh, you know, I wanted to chime in, but I felt it wasn't right. Oh, yeah. my god! Pick your spots, Panger. Yeah, pick your spots. That's right. You always got to pick your spots. There you go. Panger, we <laughs> appreciate it, man. Just shut up and stop the puck, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my credo. There he is, the great Darren Pang with us here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We will take a commercial break here at the bottom of the hour, come back and update you on the news coming out of San Diego. Ken Rosenthal reporting that the Cardinals are close with Wilson Contreras. We are efforting uh, either Derek Gould, John Denton. We're trying to get somebody on here to give us an update on the latest. If not, we will discuss it. That's coming up next here on Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. 
right, welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you, and you are welcome to interact by texting in 65780. Darren Pang with us in the previous segment. If you missed it, you can podcast Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast. 101 ESPN, the 101 ESPN app. Uh, Jackson, Ken Rosenthal here. 23 minutes ago, reporting the Cardinals are closing in on a free agent signing with Wilson Contreras. Now, uh, local writers Derek Gould, John Denton had been reporting last night that the back and forth between the Cardinals and Contreras and Contreras and the Astros was over the commitment to uh, number of years. Uh, Rosenthal's report does not include that yet because it is not done yet, at least per Rosenthal. No reports are out at the moment that it is done, but I don't think Rosenthal tweets that out without the sense that this is something that is going to happen uh, in a matter of a short amount of time. So with that all being said, here are your numbers on Wilson Contreras, and I'm curious what your reaction is to it, albeit uh, we don't know the terms, and maybe the terms will dictate what your opinion is on it. Contreras played in 113 games for the Cubs Last year, of those 113 games, he caught 72 of them. He DH'd 39 of them. And uh, in 2022, he uh, had an OPS of 815. He had 22 home runs, and uh, he struck out 103 times in 416 at-bats. So, listen, without question, uh, it improves the offense. But it's just not something that... From my standpoint, personally, that's where I would have allocated the dollars. I would have preferred uh, to trade for Murphy. But here's the thing, and I got, you know, this is just full transparency. It's also rather obvious. I have no idea what the A's are asking. Right. So, you know, if the A's are asking for something that the Cardinals feel is just unreasonable, and they're seeing what the price of Murphy, or take your pick with the Blue Jays, uh, is to acquire one of these catchers and they don't want to be left out in the cold, maybe that's why they went more Contreras than they were planning on. Or maybe it was going to be Contreras from the get-go and and that's uh, how, they've, how they've been planning on the offseason. My belief with the Cardinal offseason has always been they're going to get a catcher and then they will tend to the next step. Um, so let's see, because I, I don't think they're done once they get Contreras. Yeah. I think there's going to be bullpen help, and my guess is there's going to be a starter. That's what I think is going to happen. We got a tweet from Mark Feinsand saying, The Cardinals and Wilson Contreras continue to talk. No deal is done, but John Mosaloc said there is momentum and optimism at the moment. There you go. Right. So nothing confirmed just yet, so we don't know the years or the numbers or anything. But Mosaloc says momentum and optimism. Uh, as far as the catching position in 2021, uh, Contreras played 128 games for the Cubs in 2021, and of those 128 games in 2021, he caught 116 in 2021. Last year, it went down to 72. Now, keep in mind, he wasn't healthy. My concern is he's going to catch, I don't know, I'd say on the high side, I'll say on the high side, Let's 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 play. We like number of guessing games on this show. It's really our bailiwick. High side number of how many games he catches for the Cardinals in 2023, if indeed this deal comes to fruition. Per Ken Rosenthal, it's approaching. Over under set at 112 games. Wow, I was going to say 110, so we're on the same page. Right. And I'm just like, okay, so then that means I guess he's DHing in 
in the realm of 50 or so games. Right. Not playing every game. So, yeah, you'd say about 50 games would be the DH. Ah, we got another tweet here, Tim. I'm just, just, I'm just. Sure, we got, I mean, we got breaking news. It's Walter Cronkite. That's exactly right. This is from Jessica Kleinschmidt saying Sean Murphy was of big interest to the Cardinals, but was too expensive, from what I've been told. Jessica Kleinschmidt with that tweet. Uh, it was Jessica Kleinschmidt. I'm sorry, I'm not familiar with her work. Uh, sports broadcaster, producer, and reporter in the Bay Area. Okay, there you go. So then I gather that the Astros will go down this road. I wonder if they bring Vasquez back. Either way, we will monitor this closely with Contreras. It sounds like from Ken Rosenthal, this is something that is going to happen quite soon. Um, and so that would be what I would think will be the first step for the Cardinals this offseason. Then once that happens, what direction they will go, my guesses. Again, I'm reading between the lines. My guesses is that it's going to be pitching. Let's see what they're saying in the Air Comfort Service text line on the Contreras News. Wilson strikes out 28% of the time. Geez, just what our lineup needs. That's from the 314. Morning, guys. Wow. Trade Gorman. That is from Lisa. And Lisa's a friend of the feather. She's a gem. She is a gem is what she is. Uh, Tim, I remember hearing Joe Madden when he was the manager of the Cubs say that he doesn't Fear of the Cardinals, if Yadier Molina is not there, that tells you a lot about what Yadier Molina brought, not only defensively, but as a competitor and as a player with grit. This team lacks grit, and Wilson Contreras... I'm so when the techs break up, yeah, uh, not only brings offense, but he brings the grit that this team needs. That's from the 980. There we go. Sometimes, just this little inside baseball, sometimes the techs break up. If there are, I guess, a certain number of characters, right. and, and then they aren't necessarily chronological, and that's why I sound like I uh, I struggle with uh, with reading them. Uh, Tim, can you trade Iggy for KG in O Town? There is a TMA specific text coming into the uh, Air Comfort Service. Uh, am I the only one? Am I the only? Am I one of the only sports fans? At hearing other sports fans' takes makes me hate them. That's from three four. Wow. I don't even know what to what to make of that. The Cardinals are spitting in the fans' faces. A washed-up catcher? That's the big off-season move. Sell the team and get rid of that pompous bow tie. That's from Merle from Oakville. Yeah, another so he gem. wants the team to be sold because of the Contreras signing. Wow, that would be what a domino to fall that would be. We signed Wilson Contreras, <laughs> and then we sold the team. Uh, John Denton with a tweet. Uh, more from the Encourage Cardinal President John Mozalek about the potential signing of Wilson Contreras. Nothing to report. Still working. It could be finalized later today. John Denton. I need this to happen by 7 p.m. Yeah, Jay. I got my bet out there. Yeah, you're techni- on a technicality. You could yeah. get screwed. God bless America. <laughs> so I don't really want them to do it. What do I want right. more? It's either do it now. Lose the 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Do, uh, do it now or don't do it at all. <laughs> that's right. It's exactly right. Join in the holiday spirit by supporting this year's 12 Days of T-Shirts hosted by the Fastlane and 101 ESPN. Donate at least $25 online now through this coming Monday, December 12th, to support the Little Bit Foundation. You'll receive your choice of either a Rivers or Thompson 101 jersey as a gift for your donation. Make your donation now. During the Fast Lane's 12 Days of T-Shirts at 101ESPN.com. 12 Days of T-Shirts is sponsored by McBride Homes. Jackson, I mean, I feel like anytime I go to you, you got a new tweet. What, do I get anything new? Nothing new in the last, yeah, no, but it's, I'm, uh, I am refreshing this Twitter feed every couple seconds. 
trying to see what's going on. But yeah, that's uh, right now it just seems like they're in talks and it could be finalized later today. Uh, let's see. Sign Contreras and trade for Murphy. He can catch DH and play left. That's from the 314. Uh, guys, baseball reference comparison for Wilson Contreras is Matt Noakes. <laughs> Good Tops baseball card. That is correct. I do. I did have some Matt Noakes baseball cards. Would I be excited if the Cardinals were signing Matt Noakes? I'm talking about the 31-year-old version of him. Candidly, no. Oh, Jackson. I guess it's just up, just looking for upside. That's the whole. I mean, because Contreras' ceiling is obviously very high, but like we've talked about before, he doesn't always play catcher. Well, I think most Cardinal fans will be excited about it. Yeah, I guess if we're doing arbitrary percentages, I would say 65% of the fan base will be fired up. I think I'll take the over on that, actually. Okay. All right. I think. All right. But, I mean, I remember doing TMA the morning after uh, the Fowler signing, and I would have said 95% of the fan base was fi- oh, yeah. fired up. I was one of them, yeah. And I was not. And, and and listen, I've been wrong about a million things, so this isn't, you know, the sports talk radio mover you only acknowledge where you're <laughs> right and then act like the other stuff didn't happen. But on that one, I'm just like, this guy was an average to above average guy with the Cubs, who got a lot of attention because of the team success and the Joe Madden quote, you know, but he, I, you don't, he's been an average to above average, and that might be liberal use of the words above average, and all of a sudden he's got a five-year deal because you panicked when the Nationals and White Sox, you know, had an overpaying thing for Adam Eaton, the guy you really wanted. I just worry about because when I've seen the Cardinals panic. And granted, I'm going back a long while here, but when McGuire retired via fax, and they're like, whoa, well, we're going to go out and overpay for Tino Martinez. And I just don't like that kind of play. And this is not a, I don't think that this is necessarily panic per se, because Contreras is something Cardinal fans, and I think the organization's been talking about, and Ali Marmol was raving about him yesterday. I just am worried that this is not, if this is the solution, quote unquote, to the lineup. From outside the organization, I don't think it's enough. If I needed to summarize my reason for not being excited about it, I don't think it's enough. Now, Jordan Walker comes up and you have Albert Pujols Jr., even 75% of Albert Pujols' rookie year. Then that that certainly changes changes. some of the accounting. But I just – here's here's where I am, Jackson, because this is how I analyze things. When this deal is up, whether it's four years from now, five years from now, whatever – the Contreras deal, assuming that Rosenthal is correct and that this is going to happen here soon with the Cardinals and Contreras. My belief is most Cardinal fans will not enjoy the deal. That's where I am. Okay. All right. Yeah. You want to fight? Uh, not right now. You scared? <laughs> well, there's so, so much expensive equipment between the two of us right now. A, 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 a fist going flying. Thank you. Yeah, man. You got to fight to survive on the south side. Yeah, and I you know, fight to fight to survive the Ladue. Right. Yeah, you fight with you know. Well, with usually the court system. Right. Well, yeah, and usually you know I do some hair pulling, but. <laughs> oh yippee! That was a cheap shot, <laughs> especially especially considering. Right, right. I know you got to be a little self more self aware than that kid. Oh yippee! Kisner gets to catch fifty games next year. Yawn. It's from the six three six. Yeah. I would rather the Cardinals overpay than trade away our future stars. Go Cards. That's from the 314. Well, I, I, I don't know. Listen, if they, if they were looking for, you know, one of the future stars for Sean Murphy, different conversation. Right. I don't believe that that was the direction that the A's were going. The A's were looking for guys who've played in the major leagues. Younger guys. Yeah. 
But listen, like I said at the outset of the segment, I have no idea what the A's were looking for. And it's not necessarily going, I think Sean Murphy's the second coming. I view catcher as a position where give me somebody who's going to catch the games, don't need offensive production that is going to, you know, rival what you got from take your pick of whatever handful of great offensive catchers you've seen over the last 25 years. Don't necessarily need it. Uh, you know, I mean, the Phillies have JT Realmuto, and he's hitting home runs and stealing bases, but he's also playing some first base. But the Cardinals had a quite a, a nice run with a guy who wasn't exactly somebody that you go, God, Yadier Molina's coming up. Don't get me wrong, one of the most important home runs in the Cardinal organization with what he did at Shea Stadium. But that is not necessarily why people would view Yadier Molina as a potential Hall of Famer. No. It's the defense, it's calling games, it's the leadership. You know, those are what the traits that, that made Yadier Molina special. So, hey, yeah. listen, I just I, I look at this team as far away offensively, which I said this off this past offseason and I was mocked. Yeah. And that's fine. But guess what? Uh, guess out- what? The outcome was And it wasn't it wasn't tough to see. Right. You can't use a good outlier and then disregard other years. Yeah, exactly. And Some- that's but, but hey, maybe this is one step, and then there's another step coming. I just, I'm, I'm, my belief is, is that it's catcher, and then it'll be pitching, and so then this is what you will have offensively. And I have no idea how you go to, to the season with that outfield. I'm operating now on the premise that Jordan Walker is going to be in the outfield. Right. But maybe they're going to get a shortstop or an outfielder. You know? I, just, I knew, I knew that the catcher thing had to happen. And as far as, you know, the way we started the show, when my Randy told me people were freaking out that the Cardinals hadn't done anything, and I and we had that going on, on in yeah. TMA, yep. and I'm like, man, it's December 7th. Like, the, 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 just because they hadn't done anything, it's not February 15th, yeah. and there's no way Mazalok's going to go through this offseason after meeting with Arenado, and I believe, telling them they're going to increase payroll and they're not going to do something. He's just not going to do that. You may not like him or like moves he makes or like the way he talks or like his attire, but I don't know how often you go, yeah, John Mazzalek said that this was going to happen, and it didn't happen. He didn't going to go out there and say we're going to increase payroll and then not increase payroll. So here it is. And it looks like it's going to be Wilson Contreras per Ken Rosenthal. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. One segment left before BK and Ferrario come in. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you to the top of the hour. Jackson's dancing, prancing. I'm just kind of bobbing my look head Look at around. the tiny dancer. Mm, look at me. I am the sweet prince. <laughs> uh, the news this morning, Ken Rosenthal reporting the Cardinals are close with Wilson Contreras. Uh, John Denton saying uh, what? He talked with John Mazalek? Uh, opt- uh, optimism and momentum. Optimistic and momentum at this moment. Nothing is done yet, though. So John Mazalek's quote was, optimistic and momentum at this moment. Nothing done, though. Uh, you know, I'm going to three-bet that light, by the way. I've got four high. I don't care. I know I've got the best hand. This guy's going to fold. Uh, nothing to report still working is the quote. Oh, okay. Because otherwise, it would have sounded like, you know, he was in need of a couple English classes. Right. Well, I, I think we know. Uh, hold on. I'm okay. I'm oh, getting... wow. We have more breaking news. This really is. It's like I hear typing like a newsroom. Okay. What do so, we got? We got breaking news? No, I'm, oh. I'm, re- I'm pulling up. I don't want to misquote the president of baseball operations here. Right. Uh, 
This is a tweet from Mark, Mark Fine said, saying no deal is done, but Jamal Zalok said there is momentum and optimism at this moment. Wonderful. There it is. So I would imagine BK and Ferrari will be all over this. Yeah. My guess is this is going to happen here within the next couple of hours. Yeah, and I've got so, a bet though. with a listener that it happens by 7 p.m. So they better, so better get their cleats a-clicking. Exactly. Would it be out of line if I sent a text, say, hey, can you guys just announce it by 7? I've got 20 bucks on the line. <laughs> like, send a text to, like, a little text, and like, hey, if you don't mind, you know, get this done. And then, like, a little gif. Of like a, I think the gif would work. Yeah, just like a little My gif. lady at the White House with LSU yeah. in 2019. Right, and then, like, a, like a little puppy dog eyes gif. Like, I got 20 <laughs> bucks on this. <laughs> what a response I'd get on that. Uh, blocked. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, by the way, while I have a couple of moments before we hand it off to the boys on BK and Ferrario, um, you know, we've had some really, really tough, uh, sad, brutal losses here in the Hubbard Radio St. Louis family. Um, and, uh, in, in, you know, for TMA, the passing of Jay Randolph Jr., who many of you know well beyond TMA with his father, Hall of Fame broadcaster and Jay in the golf community, and um, a couple of months ago, the passing of Jeff Burton. And I got to tell you something, Jackson. Mm-hmm. I went to the what the Riz Show did last night at the pageant, the Toast to Jeff, and those guys, who are great guys, I mean, I can't say enough positive things about those guys. And I think the reason why I always talk about it is because oftentimes when people, you know, have the kind of caliber of show that that show has and the success that show has, they can, you know, be hashtag problematic. Sure. And they're just the greatest guys. I think they're uncomfortable probably with how much I compliment (laughs) that. But either way, I just want to call attention to it because, you know, they really are. And I know how hard they worked on that because that was their guy, man. Yeah. It was brutal. Brutal. And they put a show together at the pageant on a Tuesday night. You had all these bands there, so many people from Hubbard Radio there. But the building was packed on a Tuesday night. There wasn't room. And that is such a compliment to the guys on The Riz Show, everybody here at Hubbard Radio, uh, the fans of that show and of Jeff Burton, um, and... And just the community in St. Louis paying tribute to a guy who truly was, I mean, truly was the quickest. I've been lucky enough to work with, you know, I mean, take some of the quickest wits going. Doug Vaughn right now, um, Jimmy the Cat Hayes, Martin Kilcoin. I mean, I'm talking about like, just like, I just sit there and go, my God, you know, you guys are 20 laps ahead of me. But Burton was this ridiculously quick wit and he was going through a living hell and you would never know it you would never know it and it was such a wonderful tribute to see a packed house at the pageant last night in tribute to that guy he deserved it and that's a credit to the Riz show and everybody here at hubbard and the listeners coming out to support jeff burton uh that that legacy of kindness and quick wit will never be forgotten so that was a wonderful thing to see last night Absolutely. It's so awesome. Uh, Continue to listen to 101 ESPN as we will have updates throughout the day on what sounds like the Cardinals' signature signing, at least of the moment. Ken Rosenthal reporting the Cardinals are close with Wilson Contreras, BK, and Ferrario. We'll have the latest for you next here on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to The Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. As prices keep creeping up, your entertainment budget doesn't have to take a hit. Live One Plus has all the music you love, ad-free for only $3.99 per month. 
Dive into Live One's massive library of songs, listen to curated playlists, or create your own. Check out exclusive artist-hosted stations and do it all for the best price in streaming. Lock in a Live One Plus membership for just $3.99 per month now, and you'll not only beat inflation, you'll get all your favorite music ad-free. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details.